Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Behind the Walls. I'm your host, Lauren Springman, and on this podcast, you will be informed, entertained, and educated on everything in the real estate industry. I would like to introduce our guest today. Her name is Lily Jang, and she is with Keller Williams, and she has her own team called Lily Jang Real Estate. Welcome, Lily. How are you? Hey, Lauren. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad that you're here. I know you've been (laughs) super busy, so... Yeah. Yeah. It's insane right now. The market is on fire. I know you know this. You guys are nonstop. I can't get an inspection for like four days. And so usually, I mean, right now, option period is like five days or less, right? We can't get an inspection. So help us on that. I mean, just give us a call and I can totally help you out on that one. Yeah. We have 30 inspectors in six different languages. Oh, that's great. I didn't know that. That's really helpful. Yes. We have um, obviously English, and then we have Spanish, Hindu, Hungarian, Mandarin, and Vietnamese. That's great. So I speak Vietnamese fluently and Cantonese um, fluently. That helps a lot. I mean, it helps when you're able to convey that same message in a way that they understand. For sure. I know that's, um, we've been trying to find a Vietnamese inspector for a long time, and we finally just got one on, on. So we were super excited about that. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. Um, so tell me, can we play a little game? Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, sorry. There's construction in the background. I just moved into a new house. There's construction next door. So apologies in the background. If you hear that. Oh, I can't hear anything. That- yeah. Um, can we do two truths and one lie? And I have to figure out what is what. Okay. Okay. Oh, wait, do I start? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Let me think. Let me think. Let me turn my phone down, turn it over. There two you go. truths and a lie. Okay. About yourself. I, I learned how to fly a plane. I know French fluently. I have been engaged twice. That's it. <laughs> okay. Those are all pretty believable though. This is uh, going to be hard. Okay, so you know how to, you learn how to fly a plane and you speak French fluently. One of those True. is a lie. One of those is a lie. Uh-huh. French is a lie. Yes. <laughs> you know how to fly a plane? I did in college. You know what? Here's the story. I was uh, in broadcast journalism at University of Texas at Austin, and I always knew I wanted to be a journalist. I just didn't know if I wanted to be a print journalist or a broadcast journalist. So I went to UT. You have to test to stay into the school, uh, the journalism school, and, and, and test to stay in it. Well, my journalism teacher told me I, had, I didn't have the looks. I didn't have the voice. I didn't have the writing chops. And so I got kicked out because I got C's for all of my writing and journalism school. So I was like, screw this. I went into aeronautical engineering for two semesters, got my GPA 4.0, 4.0, and I got back into journalism school. So that's when I learned how to fly a plane. That is awesome. So yeah, did you ever I- do an- anything with your journalism or flying a plane? Yeah, yeah. So I ended up going back into journalism school, graduated with broadcast journalism, minor in psychology, and I was a news anchor for 21 years. Yeah, so I was in Amarillo, I was in Alabama, I was in Seattle for 12 years as a news anchor, and then I moved back to Houston, and I was a news anchor at Channel 11, KHOU, for five years. And then now, I still do, um, I do real estate on Channel 2. Time my, is mine. So, my best friend works on Channel 2. 
Who? KPRC. Uh, Sophia Ojeda. Oh my God. Hey, her husband's an inspector. With our company. <laughs> I remember she reached out to me when he first started. She's like, what does he need to do? What do I need to tell him about the industry? I was like, I'll be using him. And I haven't talked to her since, but yeah, great. I love her. Yeah. Our daughters met when they were um, three years old playing soccer it's a long story, but we became best friends because I was like, man, she looks so familiar. Well, here it turned out that she was, she's from Jersey, New York. And so is uh, Dan, her husband. And um, she was our news anchor in our small little town. Oh, what a small world. I know. And then we met in Texas. Uh huh. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And um, I was doing a segment on her show on Saturday mornings and Sunday mornings. And it was called Lily's List. And I had pitched it to KPRC and it was just all the open houses around the greater Houston area across all price points and all neighborhoods. And it was just all the open houses. And that was my uh, little segment after I left TV news and got into journal and, and got into real estate. Wow. First of all, I can't believe that you were in journalism for 21 years because you don't. I'm 47. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I feel it. I definitely you, don't, you definitely <laughs> do not look it in a non-creepy yeah. way, but you definitely do not look it that. for Thank real. Um, so what made you decide to switch? I know that industry is pretty rough, like being really good friends with Sophia and, you know, it's like a doggy dog world, but I feel like real estate is a little bit the same way too. Oh yeah, it is in its own way. So what happened was I finally got back to my hometown of Houston. I mean, I grew up here. This is my this is my city. And it was my dream job as a morning news anchor. And after five years, new management came in, they cleaned house and I was a casualty. And you kind of always know when you get into this industry that at any point, your job is not safe. Ratings, you can get kicked out because of bad rate. I mean, just anything can happen. Mm -hmm. And that day, I mean, I remember that day I got called up into the office and they said, you know what? We're going to let you go at the end of your contract. We'll give you a glowing review, but this is the end of the road. And I was devastated. I was, I was absolutely devastated and I had no idea what else to do. And here's the thing. Usually when that happens, you apply for jobs elsewhere. So from Houston, you can springboard, springboard to New York, LA, Miami. But my dad was here and my dad was sick. And that's why I had moved back to Houston. Okay. So he had Parkinson's, I couldn't leave and I had to freaking figure it out. And so I always wanted to do real estate. No one told me how hard it was going to be. No one gave me a reality check, right? But I went into this with eyes, I mean, like eyes wide open that I knew I might not make money for six months. I might not make money for a year. You don't know. But I just knew that I, my back was against the wall. I have to support my parents. I support myself. I've got a mortgage. I got, and that first year of real estate, I sold $8 million in my first year. That's amazing. Yeah. And then looking back, Lauren, in life, in life, right? Adversity is your best friend. I mean, when you are backed against the wall, you have some major personal growth to gain from that. Professional growth, uh, spiritual growth. I really feel like I kind of woke up. Oh, I totally understand where you're coming from. And I agree with that. Like I do best when I'm under pressure. Like I support my mom and my carols and you know the mortgage and all that type of stuff. So I totally understand where you're coming from. It's like, there's there's no way to lay down. You just got to get up and keep pushing through. Yeah. But I, I feel mean, like that has something to do with like how we were raised as well. Yeah. And also, yeah. And also just that I've always been like, like, just like in college, when I was telling you, my professor told me I couldn't do it. 
Tell me once more that I can't do it. I'll show you that I can. Exactly. Well, so when I was in college, like I wasn't, I was like getting C's as you and, um, my one professor, he's like, I don't get it. He's like, you're, you're doing like, you're tutoring everyone. I'm taking your notes to do everything. So here, when I was 21 years old, I found out that I had a learning disability. And then as soon as I found, it's called auditory short-term memory loss. And as soon as they taught me how to study and read the way that my mind works, I got a 4.0. So so I was like, really like, um, relating to you when you were saying that stuff, because I cannot stand when someone tells me that I can't do it because then I will, it's on like Donkey Kong. Yes. Can we curse on this? Because I, it's part of my repertoire, right? We cannot, but I, I, in my head. It could probably be happening, maybe. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So no. yeah, that's the thing. Like we're we're so much alike in that way. I mean, give me give me hardships, and I will grow from them. And there's mm-hmm. there's two ways. There's two roads people can take. Right? They will be the victim, and they will suffer forever, and somehow maybe never get out of that. And 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 it leads down a dark path. Or mm-hmm. give it to me, and I don't know. I attack it. I'm the same way. And that's why I try to teach my children to have this, like I have two daughters, um, try to teach them to have like the same attitude, you know, because it's the only way you're going to get ahead in life. I feel. Yeah. But I mean that, you know, that time I look back and that was four years ago. That was hard. It was hard because I had no idea. I didn't have a mentor in real estate. I didn't know what to expect. I was making mistakes left and right. I was working a hundred hour weeks. I just had no idea and, and no one to help me. And, um, I look back and I would have done so many things differently. And so when I, when people get into real estate, I always tell them, find a mentor. I'll talk to you, whatever I can do to help you. But it's a dark road. And it's a, I mean, you're making a lot of unnecessary mistakes. I do feel, feel like mistakes really teach you a mm-hmm. lot, right? Sure. What, what a teacher. But there were so many things I should not have done wrong if I'd known better. So you have a team. Do you have people, how many people do you have on your team? Yeah. So I cannot be a broker yet because I haven't been in long enough. So at the end of this month, April 30th, I will have been in real estate for full years and then I can get my broker's license. So I will, uh, right now I have a team of three, a team of four, four. Mm -hmm. So you have to be in real estate for a certain amount of years in order. Why do they do that? I didn't know that. No, no, no. I think a number of sales, amount, volume of sales. Yeah. Yeah. So four years is the minimum to be a broker. I did not know that's awesome. So then when you get your broker's license, are you thinking about doing your own agency? Don't know. I'll cross that bridge when I get there. But right now everything is good. I'm growing. So I have two transaction coordinators. I have uh, a full executive assistant, but I'm looking for a buyer's agent. I'm, I'm growing. And like when we got on the line just now for this podcast, it's like, I just missed 12 messages, you know, it's nonstop. And that's I need someone crazy. to help build that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're only one person. You can only do so much in one day. Yeah. Or in one second. I want to clone my assistants. I always tell them that. Can I clone you? (laughs) (laughs) Find me somebody else exactly like you. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to find good help these days. Oh my God. You can't say that loud enough. And consistent and the same mindset, especially since you're having, it's like, this is your team. This is like your company. You're growing. Like you want to have a certain type of mindset that's along the same line as yours or else it's not going to work out. No, I've gone through the growing pains of that very, very um, loudly. And um, it's, it's hard because I don't expect you to do the exact same thing I do the way I do it, 
but I expect you to have pride in your work, work ethic. If it's 75 and sunny, I expect you to, I mean, it, okay. So there was a girl that I, I hired and it was raining that day. And she said, do I have to do it today? Do I have to show homes today? I was like, you want to be 75 and sunny? You're fired. She said, You're because 70? it was raining. Yeah, it was raining. And I was like, I'll do it. Just don't worry about it. I'll, I'll, I got it. And find a new job. Find a new job. That's crazy. I can't believe somebody would even say that. Well, I think that there is, and I know you've heard this before, and I don't think it's a blanket statement, um, but there are millennials who feel like they're entitled. I, girl, preach, because I cannot stand it. It, I can have a whole, like, conversation about this without, I mean, it just frustrates me. Yeah. And not all millennials are that way because my executive assistant is a millennial and she gets it. She, she has foresight and she completely understands and she, it's like she has a third eye so she can anticipate feelings and anticipate the needs of others, which is beautiful. Yeah. Um, because I have a client that moved here, bought a house, a million dollar house sight unseen. They moved down from a different state. And so once they get here, they haven't seen the house yet. Anticipate their needs. So what I did was stock their fridge. Um, I printed out for them their HUD statement because you need to take that piece of paper to take to the city of whatever mm-hmm. and uh, turn on your water. I couldn't do it for them or else I would have. But anticipate all of their needs. Get the. Do you want them to drive up to the house and the lawn is not taken care of and there's pine cones everywhere? Take care of their lawn for them. You have to really think outside what is a normal, typical sale, right? And um, she's able to anticipate those needs as well. And she's a millennial. So, but so my manager and a couple of my teammates, well, actually, I think all of them except for one of them, uh, me and one other lady, uh, Suzanne, but everybody else is a millennial, but they have like an old soul. Like it's like they were, they don't feel like everything needs to be handed to them. You know, like they work their butt off every single day. And I just think it's amazing because there's a lot of people that I know their age and it's just like, give me, give me, give me. Or like, what could I get from you or take, take, take. And it's like, it's ridiculous. I've fired, I've fired three people. Good for you. And I'm not sorry about it. You know, you're not going to make it in this industry and you're definitely not going to be part of my team with my brand. If you're going to, if, if, if that's your work ethic, it's yeah, Yeah. you just said it perfectly. Your brand, like they represent you. Mm -hmm. And so if they're out there doing not wanting to show because it's raining out that reflects back on you what the actual what the actual (laughs) (laughs) I'm right along with you on that one yeah okay so should we talk about your crutches in the background (laughs) oh you're gonna okay we're gonna okay (laughs) gonna call me out on this one aren't we I broke my leg Mm. I broke my tibia um but it's also my weak leg I've had 12 knee surgeries Wow. Okay. Are you okay? Oh yeah, I'm good. Okay. You're so energetic and you're so on the ball. Is this holding (laughs) you back? Is it slowing you down? No, not at all. No, I went to uh, New Mexico a couple weeks ago with uh, my boyfriend and I worked the entire time I was there, but um, I went around the whole airport on crutches. He's like, do you want to like, do you want a wheelchair? I was like, nah, it's a good workout. (laughs) (laughs) Good for you. (laughs) It's the only workout I can get, you know? No, (laughs) nothing. I, like I said, things don't slow me down. You can like kick me down for a second, but then after that it's mind over matter. And there's, I have, you have no other choice. Yeah. At least in my head, I have no other choice. 
that's how I right. you. And so you just said what you just said that you worked on vacation. I have never been on a vacation where I did not have my laptop out the whole time. And I don't know. It's very hard. I'm sure it's the same for you. It's very hard for me to say, uh, you take it on, you do it yourself because yeah. I'm of the mentality. Let me do it. I got it. I got it. Let me, let me do it. Cause if I want to do it right, I'll do it myself. That's I'm the exact me, same way. That's a blessing. And it's a curse. Yes, it, it really is. Um, like I do it. I also do it because I love my team and my company and they're such a great company that I like to work hard and work harder for them to not let them down. So it's like, I like what I do. And, um, it's funny cause the house we stayed at, we stayed with, um, my boyfriend's family and, and they actually owned a, um, a window company in Houston. And so, um, they were all working too. So like during the day we all had our laptops out and we were all working and it was fun. So it's like beautiful. We worked on the deck. I mean, it was pretty. Yeah. In the mountains. Yeah. I can't Where complain. Rio Dosa. I always say it wrong. Rio Dosa. What state? New Mexico. Oh, nice. That sounds pretty. It's beautiful. It's a cute little quaint town. It was a lot of fun. It has really it's cute helped. little boutiques. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think the first time I called you, you were in Colorado skiing. Yeah. Yeah. That was a while ago. Yeah. People going back to the normal traveling and uh, just assuming daily activities. Yeah. Do you have like any advice since you are such a go-getter for like new agents, like how you became so successful? I know you hit on it a little bit in the beginning, but is there like any tips that you could give for them? You know, I I always say this when I do speeches or I'm talking on a podcast like this, um, it's a hustle. It's it's definitely a hustle and you're going to have to change your mindset that this, I mean, you live and die by this. You know, I had, um, I had- Her phone, she was holding up her phone. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Holding up my phone. I live and die by my phone. Here's the thing. So I had a full-time assistant who came to work one day and she didn't have a phone charger and a cord for her computer. So when her phone died in the middle of the day, it rendered her hotspot on her phone useless and her laptop was useless then. You have to think ahead, anticipate, have foresight, come to work prepared prepared and ha- it's like think about you are in the mindset of, of a 20 million dollar producer how are you going to be how are you going to act right mm-hmm. live in that role that's really good advice i like that being prepared like i always have like a bag in my car with like extra clothes or yeah. just something if like it something happens on the side of the road or like i have like a little i don't know I have I'm a yeah, little bit OCD like on that side. Me too. Yeah, my dad I, taught me that. <laughs> and my right. mom. My, yeah. And like for the Arctic freeze, um, so my boyfriend <laughs> and I, we were, we were at home <laughs> and everybody was at, like ransacking the grocery stores. I had like 15 gallons of water, of smart water, because I'm one of those hoarders of anticipating bad things, right? Mm-hmm. Hurricanes. Um, and I think it was because I was a journalist for so long that I prepare for things that are going to happen. I know are going to happen. Mm-hmm. So for the Arctic freeze, I was already prepared. I had all the food in the fridge for eight days with no water or nothing. That's awesome. Um, yeah. But I had the water prepared. I had the food prepared and it was just smooth sailing. Did you have um, any electricity, anything? No power. So like from Thursday night to, I mean, Sunday night to Thursday afternoon, I had nothing like no power, no electricity, no heat, like nothing. So we, my, luckily my um, girlfriend down the road um, in my old neighborhood, one of my best friends, she they, we went down and stayed with them because they're, he was able to break their fireplace. So 
the nice. mosquito and they had water like we could take a shower I was like this is amazing yeah and it was warm Look water too hot water yes wow yeah so it was crazy but your house looks beautiful by the way oh thank you thank you thank you you're welcome that's awesome so I'm that's hearing so- the pounding next door hopefully oh. you won't uh, you don't hear no that. I don't hear it at all okay but um well, I'm really glad that you came on the show today. I feel like we Thanks can see having me. Yes, I had a lot of fun. Um, so once again, I would like to thank Lily for being on the show today. I hope everyone has a great weekend. And remember, if you're looking for a reliable inspection company, please check out our website at inspectorteam.com. See you guys next time.